0: Everyone and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Look, if you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything that you've ever wanted in just one moment, would you capture it or would you just let it slip? You know you are cool if you knew that those were lyrics to one of the best songs that is truly a hype song for any sort of event ever. (laughs) Shout out to Eminem. But seriously, you guys, it's what we're going to talk about today, is there are so many big moments that we have in our life, even small moments, right, where winning is everything or feeling like we have won is everything. And so today, our topic is actually going to be about seeing ourselves winning. And we're going to get into that and exactly what that means. But first, let's go ahead and talk about the taco of the week. Uh, guys, it is Valentine's Day week. And I know it's a Hallmark holiday, but like, it's a great excuse to like eat something freaking delicious. Whether it's a friend like a galantine or dude time, I don't know, if dudes listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, this is actually the first time I'm not going to be single. It's really cool. Uh, anyways, enough about my life. Um, yay. So we might make this, but um, I don't know. I think that you should make this regardless of whether or not you are spending your Valentine's Day this week with someone. Uh, Waigu Bave Tacos. Way goof? Wagoo? goof? Beef? Tacos? Doesn't matter. This beef, y'all, is literally the best. If you've never had it before, this is the time to splurge. Go get yourself some and be sure to check out the show notes before you leave the episode today. Okay. Great freaking recipe. All right. Let's jump in. Uh, and I want to jump in by starting off with a story and not really a story, but just like some background. So, like, When I was younger, I was a competitive dancer. I think I've shared that multiple times now. I also was a softball player, but dance was like the thing that I did. And I remember just growing up always like daydreaming of me having these moments, whether it was like in the future on like Broadway or performing with a company or just like the competition that was coming up. Me in class, like just these moments of winning, of progress, of being proud and excited and sometimes I would even like, you know, practice the smile if I was to get up on the podium like, y'all, I was an interesting kid. I, I'm still an interesting woman. But I digress. All that to say, I thought that I was crazy by doing all those things. And now that I'm on this journey to becoming an elite athlete, I realize that what I was doing back then was not crazy. In fact, it's absolutely game changing. And so today we're going to touch on that. We're not only going to talk about the power of. Of visualization in everything that you do, but also the things that are important to consider in order to set yourself up to win. Okay. I have my first deck of competition of the season coming up this weekend. And just after last week of doing part two of It Takes What It Takes, talking about the visualization piece, I knew that it needed to be a little bit of a longer topic, along with some of the things that maybe didn't get mentioned in the last two episodes. Uh, But I think that this is going to follow this actually quite beautifully. Um, And so if you haven't had a chance yet to listen from or listen to the last two episodes, I highly recommend that you do. There's some gold hiding in those episodes, okay? Uh, But let's go ahead and jump into this week's stuff as far as how do you see yourself not only winning, but how do you actually win? How do you set yourself up to win? And I would be crazy if I didn't mention this, okay? I was a psychology student um, in high school as well as in college. I freaking love psychology, I believe it. It is such a awesome study of just understanding people and life. And one of the things that has always stuck with me that makes the most sense out of anything is the hierarchy of needs. If you look at the hierarchy of needs, it's basically a triangle, and it talks about the different things that you need in order to get to the top, which is self-actualization. It's like this Super empowering experience if you ever get there, okay? But the very first thing that you have to overcome in order to get to the second step and then the third step on you know your way up to the top is you have to address your physical needs. Your physical needs, you guys, must be addressed in order to fire on all cylinders. If you actually want to win and set yourself up to win, you would be doing yourself a disfavor if you didn't consider your physical needs, okay? Okay. So think about this, like whether it's a speech that you have to do, a big job interview, um, if it's a DECA competition or just any sort of fitness competition that you're doing like myself, how does your body feel right now? Like check in with your body. Does it feel loose? Does it feel open or does it feel closed off? Does it feel kind of achy and sore and stressed out? And I get it. If you work out consistently like I do, it might be sore for, you know, muscular reasons, but like do you sit up with your shoulders back? Like is there a certain sort of presence that your body brings or do you kind of feel yuck? Okay? Another thing is, how much sleep are you getting? Like we all know if you get no sleep, which that was me last night, god dang it, Super Bowl. Like I cannot function the next day. Like definitely not on all cylinders. I might be on one wheel if I'm lucky. But How much sleep are you actually getting and shooting for at least seven hours a night at a bare minimum? And I know there's some of you that are like, I only need four to function. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Science is now showing the importance of sleep. And yes, you might have gotten good at performing off of four hours of sleep, but you're not tapping into your potential off of four hours of sleep. I'm sorry. I just, I'm going to say that. Okay. So think about how much sleep are you getting and how much sleep are you actually going to get leading up to the big event? When you eat. Do you feel rejuvenated or do you feel like you want to crawl under the table and take a nap? (laughs) Okay. Are you putting quality foods into your body? Are you hydrating it enough? Okay. So all of this to say good movement, stretching, keeping your body loose, taking care of your physical dome that you have this opportunity to live and kick ass in is so important to you being able to like actually go out and do the thing that you need to do doesn't matter if it's a physical event like mine it if you have those things and you're getting ready to step on stage and give a big presentation guys I promise that could be the make or break right there as those few things and so please don't neglect it okay so that's the first thing is getting your physical needs addressed please (laughs) okay the next thing is in order to win you have to have genuine confidence And this is what I want to say before I dive into the fact of confidence, is fear. It's a real thing. Fear and doubt. It is going to show up in your life, no matter how much you've prepared, no matter how mentally sound you are, it's going to be there, okay? And if you are trying to constantly be the perfect person that never, ever experiences that stomach-turning, oh my gosh, I have butterflies type of feeling, Well, I'm sorry. Again, you're doing yourself a disfavor and you're wasting your time because it's just never, we're we're built the way that we're built. So it's always going to be there. So this isn't about eliminating the doubt and the fear. It's about A, being able to recognize it, but B, understanding that it can be in the car with you, but it is not allowed to be in the driver's seat. You have to be the one in the driver's seats calling the shots and steering the wheel. Right, so I do want to mention that is that confidence isn't with lack of fear or with the absence of fear. It's just merely trying and pulling upon the proof that you know that you have because you're still here. Right, every single day that you've lived so far, you, you've survived. Right, you have a hundred percent track record. So it's being able to pull upon those moments that maybe you haven't thought about in a while that is going to give you the confidence that you need on game day. Okay, so go through your log or your book of proof, whatever it is that you have, and remember why you can. Maybe this is going back and looking at pictures, looking at moments where you overcame certain videos. Maybe this is a journal, right? Maybe this is a note section on your phone. Again, I have a workout section where I log my wins along with my workout, not only the results that I got, but like what I was super proud of. And I'd share them with my trainer too so that he knows what's mentally going on in my head, okay? These are also, just to remember, these are the moments that you're pulling upon. It's not just moments of success and high performance results. These are also moments of learning and growth, moments where you feel like you were literally crawling, the times where you were just proud of yourself, of the fact that you just tried, even though if you maybe felt a little bit embarrassed, just the fact that you tried was huge. All the moments that you were proud of, right? That you just showed up. Those are the things that you want to pull upon just as much as the big moments that show you that you can, right? That you can produce results. In addition to pulling upon those moments, right, that gives you sort of confidence as you lead up to the event. But there's also these moments, these days leading up to your event. I literally have, it is Monday afternoon. I have until Saturday at one o'clock before my race takes off, okay? I can tell you this, is that physically nothing is going to change. Nothing is drastically going to change, okay? If I go and do a million pull-ups this week, A, that would hurt, <laughs> okay? But it doesn't mean that I'm going to be able to replicate that same sort of performance that day up. It's just, it, it's not going to probably happen. In fact, it probably would make it worse. So there is nothing, you guys, that is physically or drastically going to change. However, what can change is your mindset. And your confidence plays into your mindset. And so what are you going to do in these next couple of days leading up to your important moment that is going to help you build the confidence? For me, it's like easy agility. It is the moments, like the workouts that I love. It's the stuff that makes me feel good that helps me also maybe tackle some of those things that I'm nervous about in the race, right? Like it's those sort of confidence building workouts that I'm going to be doing. And the things that I'm going to also be putting into my head that are going to build me up, the things that I'm going to watch, the things that I'm going to tell myself, right? Those are the things that I'm going to be doing in order to build up to that one o'clock moment that I have on Saturday, okay? So think about that just as much, okay? You don't probably need to kill yourself. In fact, you probably need to do the opposite and do the things that are going to make you feel really good, okay? So what are the things you're gonna do now in the next couple of days that are gonna help you actually build up that confidence in addition to the things in the book of proof that you already have, okay? All right, let's get on to the next one. This is where the good stuff really happens, not that the other stuff wasn't good stuff, but this is where the meat and potatoes are at, right? The whole purpose of this podcast is seeing yourself winning, okay? In order to win, you must prepare, okay? And when I say prepare, preparation includes anything from a logistical plan to visualization. And I'm going to break these two down separately so that you can get the difference between the two and also make sure that you have both because one can't really operate without the other. Okay. So the first thing is logistical. Okay. So this is like the timing of certain things, the things that you know that need to be in place in order for XYZ outcome to happen. So think about this. What will ensure you that you will show up your absolute best to the big moment that you are shooting for right now, that you are out to win for. What is going to help you show up the best version of you? Okay, think again about those physical needs. Think about those confidence building moments. Think about um, anything that's like super important as far as like, hey, I need to make sure that I have enough energy And one of the things that sucks my energy is feeling like I have to people please. So how can I set boundaries with people? How can I maybe delegate certain tasks to people that I know that want to help me? They just don't know how, right? Those are the little things in addition to the actual plan for the big day, okay? So what does game day look like for you? From the moment that you wake to the processes that you need to do in order to put yourself in the right mental state, to the actual moment where you need to execute, and even the execution piece, right? Like, what is the plan for all of that? What do you need help with? Again, what do you need to help delegate the day of to ensure that your energy goes to the right things? What support do you need to provide to other people? And how does that factor into your game plan? And I love this one because, for example, I'm a coach, I'm a trainer. Sorry, my dog's having the zoomies, if you heard that in the background. Um, But I'm a trainer and I have four women competing on Saturday that I personally train. And I have them going like back to back, one after one after one. And that's going to be a lot for me. In addition to the fact that I also have to like get myself mentally and physically warmed up in the right space to then go out and perform my best race. So I'm thinking about those things. I'm planning for those things, right? I'm communicating certain things to make sure that not only they're prepared, but that they know where I'm at and what I need from them as well too, so that everyone can show up their best, okay? So don't forget about those things too in addition to what is your plan of attack in the game. Okay, so I I just mentioned that. But having those questions answered, yes, it might take an hour or two just to kind of figure that out. It might make your head spin a little bit. But I would rather figure that out and set myself up with a plan rather than plan to fail. Because that's typically what you're going to end up doing if you don't Measure out these things. So, if it's really that important to you, trust me, you're going to take the time to do it. Okay. So, that takes care of the logistical side of it, right? Making sure that the trains run on time. Now, visualization. This is where I really want to focus in. And what I want you to get out of this episode is just how important this is. Again, going back to that cute little story that I mentioned about myself, is how much. It not only prepared me for game day, but how much it actually helped me on game day and put me in the right spirits and the right headspace to perform and to execute. So guys, this visualization practice, it's not just for the game itself, but it's the moments leading up to it. Okay, so think about that logistical plan that we just created. Think about, again, from waking up all the way to you warming up or whatever it is that you need to do to get in the right space to then doing the thing, Right. You need to have visualized these different moments, right? And create those familiar pathways in your brain so that when it's time to go, you're not like sitting there like freaked out, like, oh my God, what do I do? You have a plan in place. You've seen yourself do it. And it's just like another normal morning. It's like the back of your hand, right? So again, we are thinking of the outcome that we are trying to achieve, okay? And the things that we need to do in order to get there, such as the processes that are going to set us up for success and the execution of the actual plan during game time, okay? You're gonna visualize both of those things, not just one or the other, you're gonna visualize both of those things. And when you do this, I want you to do it with all five of your senses. Really dive into this from what you see, to what you hear, to what you smell, to what you taste, to what you feel, right? Get really specific about it. Because again, what we talked about last week, Is that your body, or I guess your brain, it doesn't fully distinguish or recognize what is reality versus what's dream. Okay, think about the possibility thinking story that I shared on social media or on the podcast where I talked about the lemon and him putting the lemon in his mouth. And I guess it really wasn't a lemon that he put in his mouth, but visualizing that he put a lemon into his mouth and just the total body like, oh my God, like it just showed that our brains are super capable right of replicating these experiences so let's use this to our advantage let's use this more often so that when it is time to go and do the thing again our brain and our body actually recognizes it it says hey i've been here before this is comfortable right this is comfortable let's stay here okay so do it with all five of your senses now i want you to think about a couple of things okay i want you to think about the things that you can control And form familiar pathways in your brain that you can pull upon later, okay? So don't think about, like, the people that you might talk to or the podium or anything like that. Like, you can't control any of that. But you can control what you do when you wake up. You can control um, certain things that, again, that get you into the right headspace. You can control what you do the minute before you go on stage or whatever it is that you're looking to do. Those are the moments that you can control, right? So only think about those moments that you really can take control of, okay? So that way those pathways are formed. Now, the next thing that I want you to think about is I want you to visualize the things that you are most afraid of happening, okay? So just to kind of rewind, we visualize the process from waking up to getting to the venue to execution of the actual game plan, okay? Of us doing the thing. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to go solely into us doing the thing, but we're going to talk about the things that actually make you want to puke and vomit. Okay? <laughs> you are going to think about, list it out first, all of the things that you were so nervous about happening. Like, oh my gosh, if this was to happen, I feel like I'd throw up. I would feel like a failure. Like, get vulnerable with this. Get really real and honest with yourself on this. Now, what you're going to do is you're not going to just like sit on those is for every single situation. You are going to visualize every single plan that you possibly can for every single situation on how you were going to tackle that scenario and how you overcome. I talked about this last week on the podcast, Michael Phelps, he does this, right? So if something was to go wrong during one of his races, He wouldn't freak out. His fight or flight didn't kick in. It was just like, oh, I know what to do next because that pathway, that plan is already there. I'm just going to kick that into drive. Oh, that didn't work great. I'm going to kick that into drive. He had everything planned out so that there was no way that anything would crush him would get in the way of him performing his best race. And that's what we need to do here. I know this might be really uncomfortable and you might think that some of this is counteractive. It is not, trust me. And hopefully what you also find in the process of this is that what you're afraid of is like not really that bad. And also that at the end of the day, it's just a learning opportunity, right? Or it's just a feeling. Guys, please remember this, that feelings are fleeting. Feelings are temporary, okay? In this activity, I want you to feel everything that you possibly can. Maybe don't make yourself sick, but feel what it feels like to have your stomach twisted and feel like you might poop your pants a little bit, okay? And then put into place what those plans are. And I'm going to get into something else here, okay, that's also going to help with this very specific moment. But give yourself that gift of showing yourself that you could overcome, And those fears, those doubts, they might still be there on game day, but you have a much better chance of tackling those than you would if you just stayed far away from them and said, oh, I'm not going to think about it because it's going to jinx it. (laughs) No, no, no. Let's be real about this and let's have a plan of attack. And let's confront what we're actually afraid of, which is the fear of the unknown and make it known of what's possible. Agreed? Agreed. Okay. Now, the last thing is in order to win, you must tap into selective attention and cueing. You must tap into selective attention and cueing. Here's the really cool thing about our brains, because they're quite crazy, but they do have something very specific that is helpful in this scenario, is that they are really only able to focus on one thing at a time. So if we think about this correctly, we can really use this to our advantage, especially on game day, okay? Okay. This is where you're going to think about the different scenarios that you might face. All the different things from like, wow, my warm up time got cut in half. Different problems, different conversations you might have, right? Things that might sort of trip you up or put a damper in the game plan, okay? Think about the different scenarios you might face and what are the most important things to focus on in that moment. Something happens, you get kind of like the squirrel brain, great, bring it back. What's that cue that's going to bring you back to the thing that's the most important, right? The selective attention that you really wanna focus on, okay? What are the things that you can control and need to bring yourself back to? In addition, when you need to be in the optimal state to perform, Or when things get tough, what cues will bring you back to the present and into a problem-solving mode over a freak-out mode? We've all been there before. Typically, if you do DECA, you know it's when you're on the freaking assault bike or right in the farmer's carry when you're like, shit, (laughs) this, this is about to start to really hurt, right? And we psych ourselves up so much because we're over here thinking about what could happen in all of the wrong ways. How about we focus on our breath in that present moment Stepping line over line over line, just getting one foot in front of the other. Getting on the bike, taking a deep breath, pressing the start button. Please don't forget to press the start button. Counting, right? I do my one, two, three, four, five. I start to rev it up. This is how specific and maniacal that I'm getting. This is where my attention's at. I'm not thinking about the burpees that I have to do and how tired I'm going to be for that. I'm thinking about right here, right now, I'm giving my full energy and effort. And when all of a sudden my body starts to go into shock of, okay, shit, this really starts to hurt. I'm going to be thinking of Kayla, what's the story that you want to tell yourself tomorrow or that you want to tell tomorrow or after this race? Do you want to tell people that it was easy or do you want to tell people that it hurt and you were able to overcome? That freaking motivates me that gets me focused back on the right things right of overcoming of persevering I also am going to tell myself especially like on the burpees when 20 feels like a freaking million give me five more give me one more all right awesome give me one more right that is all I'm focused on is those things not how badly I'm hurting in that moment but just give me one more they're very simple cues I'm gonna write on my arm things like trust That is my word for this year. Trust myself, trust the universe, trust in the process, trust that you were gonna be brought to the right outcomes. Those are the things that you need to have ahead of time that get you into that optimal state and will also pull you back to the present and into the relevant things that matter versus the crap that does not matter, okay? So all of this to say, that was my last one. I am going to encourage you to get silent. Take some time to get silent today, to pause after this listening to this podcast tonight before you go to bed and just give yourself the beautiful gift of thinking about some of these things that I asked you about today. Get silent with your thoughts of what's really going on in your heart and in your head, making sure that you're aligned there. Silence is just the most beautiful thing to give yourself, and you deserve it. You are fully worthy of it, Okay. Go through those moments that feel uncomfortable in the silence and allow for that to help you grow in that moment, realizing that this is a gift that you can give yourself all the time, okay? And I also want you to remember this, is that no matter what happens during that interview, during that speech, during that big moment of yours, that really hard workout that you're about to overcome, right? No matter what happens, if you believe that all outcomes will lead to learning opportunities, you've already won. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today, and I truly hope that this podcast helped. If it did, please do yourself and someone else a favor by sharing this with them, whether it be on social media or directly to them. Also, be sure to rate and review the podcast so more people can find this specific message if they are genuinely needing it. But guys, thank you so much again for just being here, for supporting me through my journey and allowing for me to support you through yours. Until then, go enjoy those freaking Wagyu, Wagyu, whatever it's actually pronounced, tacos, and have an amazing week, okay? I'll see you guys next week for another episode.